We would like to acknowledge that this podcast meeting is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and emerging and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to the wonderful Emily Shepherd from Usher Kids Australia. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Kate. So, as everybody knows, we are obsessed with the weather. Oh, there is sun. There is sun. There's a gentle wind. I believe a storm is coming, but we will not think on this. <laughs> I must actually say, our beautiful friends at the Bureau of Meteorology have been getting a bit of media. There's they been have. A bit There's of, been a bit of slack for the, of, the old bomb. Yeah, they wanted to change their name. Rebrand. Yes. And, uh, Mandy and I just want to say, we don't, we don't know anything about that. No. <laughs> we are not political. We are fence sitters. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we just like them. And we're grateful and our children check the weather yep. every single day. Number one daughter was over on the weekend and she said, Mum, it was raining really hard one night and I was away and her and her boyfriend were staying at a friend's house and she goes, and I just woke up, hit the radar, screenshot it, went back to sleep so I could look in the morning and see how oh, it was. So we love you, Mum. My family loves a black. Oh, yeah. Black. Well, she, yeah, oh, she was, and yeah. then she showed me. She's like, look, yeah. see how dark it was. <laughs> anyway, enough anyway, of that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Silly. We mm. have got a great guest mm. today who came up to me at Pub Choir and gave me a big hug. Which was really lovely. Well, he's a huggers. It's hard to not be. Every time Mandy and I do a live show, we like we probably won't hug three seconds later. Boom, Everyone we're in. in the room's group hugging. <laughs> Would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? Yes, hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh. Um, I'm so embarrassed about that story, Mandy. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was great. I'm trying to teach our kids about consent <laughs> and uh, personal space, and I completely and utterly. Um, yeah, went against that. So the emotions of that. Oh, time. it was fine, yeah. and it was it was such a joy to be in that room, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It so absolutely was. It was such a high yeah. to be back there. So it's all good. All yeah. good. All <laughs> I was good. really glad you did it actually, because then it reminded me that we wanted to interview you. So did, did you both enjoy seeing in a group oh, of mostly yeah. women? How many men were there? Is there more oh, men now? Well, it was in a longer room, so you know how at the corner hotel yeah. they've been on the side. Yes, they were still on the side, but I couldn't tell. Okay, I don't know. Can you remember? I think it, it was a it was lot of women. A female dominated room. Yeah, yeah. Just the joy of singing oh, in a group of people. Man. Anyway, let's get to our questions. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So our first question is. Do you have a band or a song or lots of songs that either get you up in the good times or you really need to listen to them in the bad times? I do. I have a couple for you. Um, So my go-to crying song when Mm -hmm. I'm feeling down and need a good cry is Adele. Mm. And I know that Adele is on your list already. But this one is called Make You Feel My Love. And there's a line in it right at the end that says, nothing that I wouldn't do, I'd go to the end of the earth for you. And that just hits me in my Oh, it's true. But a happy song is um, Sweet Disposition by The Temper Trap always just makes me feel. I love The Temper Trap. That is a good song. I forgot about it. But speaking of 
pub choir. I recently joined a choir. Oh, pop choir! Wow. Um, and there's a song that we do in pop choir that I pop wanted to choir. gift you both. Yeah. Um, this song reminds me of the two of you and oh. the community that you have created, oh. and it's called "Home" by Philip Phillips. And one of the lines says. Just know you're not alone. Mm. I'm going to make this place your home. And Aww. I think that that's how I feel about what you have created here. So Aww. I hope that goes on your playlist and I hope yes, that when you yes. this is what you I feel very proud of yourself. Oh, oh thank well, you, I've Emily. Down yes, and I thought, I don't know that song. Put that on I'm Spotify. Go listen to it yes, this yeah, I think he's a maybe an American idol. Right. You know, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just so but out it's of a pop nice culture. I don't tell me, very good. Tell me about pop choir. Like, is it every week? Is it? Pop Choir, yes, big plug here. So Pop Choir do different um, suburbs in Melbourne every oh. night. So I think it's um, Mornington, Mordialic, um, Moorabbin and oh. Murrabina. All the M's. <laughs> coming out to Murrabina. When are they just... coming to Murrabark? <laughs> Murrabark, yes. Um, so it's just it just something that I wanted to do after coming out of um, yes. COVID, yes. um, doing Pop Choir or Couch Choir yeah. during that. And it's just my one hour a week. And it's funny, my kids, um, I just couldn't be bothered going one night. And they're like, no, mum, you have to go. You have to go. You come oh, home. Yes. Okay, I will go. So, so do you know anyone go. there or did you just do? No, no, oh, no one. No, wow. That is, that's brave. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. But it's just everyone just is happy to, you know, be, be there and out and singing. So it's Okay, Pease, you live in an M suburb. Go. Yes. Go. Pop choir, yes. No, yes. is there an audition process like Australian Girls Choir? No, okay. no, no, no. Right. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, sounds no. awesome. I yep. wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't be in it if there was an audition. <laughs> Do you have to wear sequins like I had to? <laughs> <laughs> and lots no. of sweet adlines. <laughs> no, you can wear whatever you. Yes, true, 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 good, true, good. Love oh, it. Okay, so my question is: Did you win any awards at school? Um, I won some, yes. I was an annoying kid at school. I was good at sport. Mm. Um, so I won some uh, random um, sporting awards along yeah. the way. However, <clears throat> I hit year eight and I had a couple of surgeries on my knees right. and that was the end of my, oh. you know, my sporting career. So I peaked in high school in sport and everything else and it's just sort of been downhill <laughs> since then. So oh. there you go. I mean, my boobs peaked in high school. That is the <laughs> Now that's the issue. Really? Mine are going to be perky or peaky ever again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, dear. Mm, Okay, and our big question why are you a pea? I am a pea. I didn't really know whether I was a pea at the beginning when I started listening to your podcast. Ah. I don't have twins, and do I fit? And am I, you know, man, I'm part, but I am a pea. I have a beautiful 12 year old son who has a condition called Usher syndrome, um, which causes deafness and blindness. Mm. And um, yeah, so he has made me um, a pea and changed our life and for the better. Yes. Yeah, and that's. Why I'm here with you today. Yeah. Well, so we want to hear all about your do. family. So we'll go back to the start, the pregnancy and everything, but is he your first, second, first? He is my second. Oh, I have right. a, a 15-year-old uh, daughter who is um, otherwise healthy. Mm. Um, he came along, so she was, um, you know, a little bit over three, mm. boring pregnancy, um, boring birth really, Um 
painful, obviously. Yeah, but, you yeah, know, yeah. But yeah, yeah, um, and then we took him home from hospital, and we just knew that there was just something, just something happening. Not, not Did they do right. the newborn yeah. hearing screening? No. So he was born at a private hospital in Melbourne, and apparently oh. it was like one of the last hospitals to. Right. So my daughter had it. She was born in a public hospital. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he missed out. And it really, it was only because he was my, he was our second. Mm. Um, if he was our first, we wouldn't have known. But because he was our second, we brought him home. And it's just like, I don't think he can hear us. Oh, you know, we right. had a really three-year-old and um, we took him to the maternal health nurse and she did a, a you know, a random bell ring. Yeah. And she actually did it where he could see it and he stopped crying and she said no 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 his hearing's fine his hearing's fine he's got nothing to worry about send us home and then a couple of weeks later I just I just not not feeling great about this so um, we went back again and they said uh, you don't tick any of the high risk factors for hearing loss Um, but I said I'd really like to have a test anyway so we went to Monash for the diagnostic audiology Mm. um and I just remember sitting in that room at Monash. It's not the nicest no, hospital. No, it's not. It's a not big hospital actually. in Melbourne. Um, and um, I could just, she was just silent and yeah. I could just, I just knew that there was yep. something coming. And she just said, I'm not, I'm not picking anything up. And it was so loud, I could hear it. So wow. he had the in his ears. And I, I, you know, he was sleeping soundly in my arms and I just yeah, I just knew that it was not good news. So, um, yeah, from there we sort of got swept up in a big early intervention. Yes. Uh, we were sent to Hearing Australia for hearing aids, um, uh, which they said very early on were not strong enough to ever give him access to speech and language. Mm. Um, so we visited the cochlear implant clinic within the first um, 12 months. But really... Still during that time, we just knew that there was more going on. Um, They said to us at the early intervention, any of the gross mode, any of the milestones that are non-language related will still tick as normal. He'll crawl, he'll, you know, he'll do all of those Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. as normal. And he just didn't. He just floppy baby. Um, He was, yeah, he just, he was just quite poorly. And is that a balance? It is. Well, we know now that that is from the vestibular dysfunction, Mm, part of Usher syndrome, Mm. Um, walked at two, which is quite late, Mm. Um, still very clumsy, still, um, Mm. uh, yeah, so that's the vestibular component that causes all those gross motor development delays. But at that stage, they... There was really nothing that we could do. They just kept kept saying, you know, we'll just we'll have some physio and have some OT. And mm. we were, you know, sort of waiting for this big cochlear implant surgery as well. So um, I remember we saw an ophthalmologist early on, which is quite normal for deaf children to see an audiologist, um, ophthalmologist, sorry, um, mm. regularly as well, just to try and pick up any. There are some other conditions that cause both vision and hearing loss. And I remember he was about one and I said to the ophthalmologist, um, could he have this condition called Usher syndrome? Because I had Googled, as right. we all do. Yes, Googled. we do. And the um, mums know. Yes, <laughs> the, the mums know. Um, so the vestibular component obviously mm. came up in our search. Mm. And I said, you know, would he, could he have this? And she said, well, why would you want to know? Oh, why would you want to know? And I thought, <laughs> if my son's going to lose his vision, I, I want to, you know, yes, I really want to. of course. And if, it, if, it, if, it, if it's a vestibular prepared. thing as well, then we can really yeah, scaffold course. around yeah. it and yeah. make sure that our home works better. So, of yeah. course, we want to yeah. know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we, she also said as well that we, we, it's not something that they could rule out possibly until he was in his late teens. Oh. Um, 
Is that true? And I just thought, is that that's just so weird? We're just sitting and waiting to see if these eye yeah. symptoms come up. Um, so there wasn't anyway, so any eye there, symptoms then. There was no eye symptoms. Mm, no, right. he was only. I think he was only one at that yeah. stage. So yeah. no eye symptoms. Um, so we did a little bit of investigating, and we saw a geneticist out again back at Monash, um, and. I can't believe how quickly the world of genetics has changed since, mm. you know, the, you know, 10 years ago yes. now. Yeah. Um, so she was able to send a sample of his to the States and I think it took eight or nine months. Right. It was wow. Oh, gosh. They really. tested for, um, I think there was around then there was maybe 120 known genes to cause hearing loss. Right. Um, and then that came back when he was three and a half and they told us that he had Usher syndrome and right. he was going to vision and I remember sitting in the room out at Monash again about the outpatient out at Monash yeah. uh, with my husband and just because we we had known this that of this condition and really that was the one that we were hoping that it wasn't mm. um, everything else we thought we could deal with but this just it just it absolutely just crushed us and of we course. thought that he's three and a half he's profoundly deaf he's He's got to rely on his vision going yes, forward. You know, yes, this is the other yes, thing he's going to need and now he's going to lose that as well. And we just, oh, it oh, was just God. such a um, a really difficult, difficult oh. time. I remember coming home from that appointment just going, what do we do? Yes. What do yeah. we do now? Like it was just so frightening oh, and so yes. isolating. Mm. And what does his future look like? Oh. Like what, you know, what sort of quality of life is he going to have? Like it just was just hit hit hard because we were sort of really just getting used to the idea of a profound hearing loss Mm -hmm. he had good access to hearing with his cochlear implants he was learning to speak um and you knew who he was at three and a half you know who this little boy is it's different to a one-year-old isn't it yeah yeah and then we just yeah it was just like what just uh, just life as we knew it was 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 over Mm. um and I remember calling very early on I called a vision service in tears saying what do we do? You know, yes. we've just got this diagnosis. And they said, oh, what's his vision like now? And I'm like, oh, well, as far as we can tell, it's pretty good. And they said, yep, no worries. Just give us a call back when it starts to deteriorate. Oh. And I was like, well, what do I what do I do now? And they said, oh, you can, we can give you an email. You take, We'll take your email address and we'll, um, you know, keep you updated with our newsletter, what have you. And I remember being so distraught that I couldn't, I couldn't tell the person on the phone my email address. Yes. I just couldn't say letters. I couldn't yes. say words. Like mm-hmm. I was so distressed just going, but you are my, you were my only hope. Yes. You were going to yeah. give me answers. Yes. And they turned us away. And really that that block funding model, you know, now we've got the NDIS yeah. model, mm. it just we didn't qualify yes. for service. How do you service a child with good vision? Yes. How do you provide vision services to, to that? So that really just sparked um in me a desire to change the system just oh, this, this is not good enough if you're gonna go to the trouble of giving me this diagnosis oh. early before mm-hmm. the onset of this vision loss then we've got to change we've got to change the way we support parents wow. so um you know fast forward you know 10 years or eight years since that diagnosis um we now have what is known as usher kids australia oh, emily um, yeah, just was my motivation to just I uh, just don't want any parent to ever feel like that. Oh, just the no. loneliness of just well, we just went home with of nothing, course. with no information. So oh. we um There was no yeah, organization. So, You're it. 
I'm in. Yes, yeah, oh. so I no. Well, it's myself and my co-director Holly. Yeah, who, but there uh, was nowhere to ring. You had there was nowhere. No, no. And they, you know, the geneticist did say, you know, go home, Google. There might be a support group or what. And they just might there be. There wasn't. Wow. And sorry, how many children are died? Um, well, it's a really good question. Mm. I've got a couple of papers on the go at the moment, trying yeah. to uh, work out what the prevalence is, but mm. it's. Um, estimates of about five uh, percent of all children born okay. with hearing in right. Australia. So yeah. there's hundreds of us. It's not. Mm. It's rare, but it's not. There's not. Um, yeah. It's not. You know, thirty of us in the country. No, right, there's no. there are hundreds of us. Yeah. Um, there's obviously hundreds of adults as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, we're we're a significant we're mm. a significant rare disease. But you know, we're, to we're not still have rare, had rare. a a group till now. Oh, no, is group. pretty no, incredible. No. Mm. no. No, and well, it we just takes to, brave people, doesn't it? People yes. know other oh, people well, I met Holly. It. Um, it was funny. My my um, stepdad actually worked with um, Air Ambulance Victoria, and when I told him, he was crushed. Like you know, yes. all of our family was. Yes. And he's just like, well, we're just going to give him a really good time. I just, know. <laughs> so he's like, come out to Moorabbin and we'll just put him, come out to Western. We went out to Westendon actually and he just said, let's put him on a helicopter. Like oh, let's, just, yeah. let's just give him all of these I great know. experiences. Yes. And um, so anyway, the Herald Sun got involved and came and did a story on oh, us right. and this beautiful helicopter. We had this helicopter ride and it was just a day filled with absolute joy. Mm. So Holly and her husband read this article in right. the Herald Sun ah. and um we're like, okay, well, profound hearing loss, cochlear implants, balance issues, tick, tick, tick. And they said, well, could our child have Usher syndrome oh, as well? So wow. they took the article to their geneticist and they said, oh, it's really rare. You know, it's highly unlikely. Anyway, so six months later, I get a call from um, from Holly saying it was that that article drove us to get a diagnosis. Um, I met her um, and I convinced her to come to Boston with me to a global Usher conference and we were just really amazed by how advanced they were in different mm. countries. Right. Or the, the medical experts, the everything. So we just came home saying, we're, this is us, we've got to change this. So, yeah. How did you feel it. taking that phone call from her and thinking yeah. I can be the person on the other end in this time? Yeah. Uh, I. It actually just for me cemented that this is this is what I'm supposed to do this is there is no one in Australia that she could have called that no could have given her exactly what I was able to give her so I just thought that like there's not there's a yes you can get medical information or Mm -hmm. advice or what have you but I'm the one who can who can understand exactly how you're feeling right now and And, um, yeah 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 absolutely and I just knew, uh, yeah. I just knew that that's 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 the gap that I that I have to fill. So yeah, Amazing. so that's what we've been doing. We've now got um, and, so Holly and, and obviously I, Holly's quite nice. Oh yes, <laughs> that's a bonus, isn't it? <laughs> oh yes, exactly. and she lived about two suburbs away as well. Oh, so that, incredible! That out as well, so, yes. Yeah, yeah, well, that yeah. makes a difference. Even yeah, for Kate Nine, yeah, that makes a difference. It's tricky if you live miles yeah, miles absolutely. away from each mm. other. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't actually see her that often, I must say. Yeah, we yeah but, do, um, you know, yeah. but it is, yeah, we, um, we've got the same, um, you know, community. We've got some of yes. the same doctors. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Tell yeah, us about yeah. Boston. What was that like going to the conference? I was really confronting. So mm. uh, we saw, I came, my husband came as well. Um, and 
it was sort of maybe 12 months after our diagnosis and I think we just held on to this date yeah yeah truth is going to provide all the answers it was the first time that we'd left the kids before it was just a a, you know emotional roller coaster really um but we got you know I've got friends there who I met who are other parents who are still friends to this day yeah um, who are just you know just that feeling of oh you know you yes. get it like yes. just, these yeah. are my people you're just yes. in a room yeah um but seeing adults with um doing tactile signing um with guide dogs with um canes white canes uh when you've got a little three-year-old or four-year-old is really really confronting mm. um but it's it's just exactly what we needed. We needed to hear about the research. We needed to hear uh, what doctors were doing. We needed to meet other families. So it was the best one of the best things we ever did. And did yeah. they have um, adults with Usher syndrome talking and giving lived yeah. experience? Yeah, yeah. And I think that uh, you know a lot of the science then went over my head. Still does probably. Yeah. Um, but you know, having a having your morning tea and having a lunch and getting to chat with those other people is just it's just oh, pure. Yes. Yeah. Just mm, pure. Mm, mm, mm. Definitely. Yeah. You so. don't realize how how lonely you're feeling until then. You feel like, oh yeah. right, yeah, I, I have had to travel to the other side of the world to find my people. Mm. Yeah. Which is why that Adele song. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I go to the ends of the earth for you. Yeah. Just, yeah in the fields all the time yeah I did and I I went back to Germany a couple of years later on my own oh Holly went Holly went separately as well but uh, to another another conference uh but I was in just in a completely different mindset I was um you know I was a leader of a support group in Australia so I was there you know I was had your own lanyard (laughs) um, so yeah it was it was it was good Yeah. yeah Yeah, and I had a little holiday in Paris on my own oh so lovely so just so lovely it's the best thing as well just having three days to get over jet lag just yeah. in a city on my own it was oh, just oh, that's something to treasure yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and you know it at the yeah. time you're like treasure this treasure this treasure this, this. <laughs> every step yeah. you take okay i'm happy i'm, I'm happy i'm happy, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah and then you know coming home to hit COVID, it's like oh, oh just so oh. grateful to get to get those um, yeah experiences, you know, experiences. In. Yeah. yeah yeah what was yeah, it like that's about the the science and that's what gives us the hope that um, clinical research into eye disease yes. um, going to give our kids a a different future so yes. um, yeah so it is it just fills you with with complete joy and hope just connecting oh. and um, learning so yeah, yeah it's very so good. there's not a lot of that sort of medical research in Australia is there? Yeah, there is actually. There is. Yeah, you'd be surprised. So the um, we've got a couple of big uh, trials happening here in that are Australia, and again, okay. Holly and her husband have been on the forefront of ensuring that there is um, increased amount of trials here right. uh, for this for the eye condition. Um, yeah, so there's a group in uh, Western Australia, the Lions Eye Institute. There's the Centre for Eye Research here in Melbourne. Um, there's Safe Sight Institute in Sydney, um, and it's a very small. They, you know, so they, all those doctors work, researchers work together. Um, but yeah, it's really, um, you know, it's 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 rapidly rapidly changing. So you know, each each year, there's you know, they're they're closer and closer to um, you know, maybe not cures, but um, treatments to slow down the the deteriorating eye condition. Mm. So, yeah, can you tell us about accessing school or kinder, <clears throat> and, and and how did you do that? 
Yeah, so we, um, the hearing loss really uh, was Lewis's uh, biggest uh, challenge during uh, kin, during, you know, those kinder years. So he went to a deaf school mm-hmm. uh, for three, or deaf kinder, three years out in Blackburn, uh, Aurora. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was lovely. Um, My mother-in-law used to work there. Mm. Oh, it's yeah. just an amazing, amazing, mm, amazing is. place. Small yeah. classrooms. It's just what, yes. it's just exactly what he needed. He yes. was very behind um, you know, gross motor language, everything. So, uh, you know, they had speech pathologists. Yeah, it's occupational beautiful grounds. Yeah, it's I remember really taking beautiful. my girls in yes. and they would have a play in the playground. Colleges, like, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah beautiful, beautiful. And two teachers. So he had a hearing teacher and a deaf teacher who would sign. So bilingual program, um, which was just really just How did you choose that? Because us. I know there's, you know, people choose, do we want to do signing or do we want to do talking? Uh, yeah, well, that's a whole other podcast yes, really. I know, but, I know. Yeah, yeah. So it's, um, I think that it is, has changed a little bit. It was definitely when we first started investigating the cochlear implants, it was one or the other. Yes. Um, and, you know, a, sort of a couple of years in, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to make my own decision. Yeah. Like, you know, Great. You're going to ruin their language development. But then having said that, in the deaf community, yeah. there, you know, there, there are some hesitations about um, cochlear implants. Yes, and, that's right. But I think that, you know what, I know what's best for our family mm. and and we make the decisions based on mm. our what we know. Um, so yeah. we have been, I, you know, I still have a tutor now, a tutor every week. With right. My, with my Auslan class, yes. I've done a set, up to set three. So, right. um but it's been really helpful more so for, for the work through Usher Kids and the adults, mm. some of the adults that we meet, so um, in the deaf-blind world, um, more so than my son. You know, right. he likes to, um, I'll sign to him, but he'll talk back. He right, likes to, yeah. He likes talking, but uh, I know that he can understand when I do sign to him right. and it's been really handy at the beach or in yes. the pool things like that so yes. or when I'm telling them off yeah. <laughs> and, you know like it's it's a really handy really handy language for for yeah. all children my husband has a severe hearing loss so we don't technically use Auslan but we make up our own signs in our family you just mm. don't realize yeah when we're at the theme parks and we're miles away and we're doing little things and you mm. think oh is anyone watching us like yeah, yeah. yeah it's beautiful right yeah yeah it is it's a, it is a beautiful visual language mm-hmm. as well so mm-hmm. yeah, I do love um, yeah, I and then what about choosing a school? How did you? What did you do? Uh, choosing a school was really was really difficult. So we travelled quite a bit for the for for the yeah. um, yes, the um, and that you know that was a really big commitment. What's that like for, a forty five minute drive? Yeah, or? yeah so. Yeah. <laughs> By the end, by and the you third year. you had your big girl. She yeah. probably was at school I by was then. driving to and from. But mm. then on the third year, he would go in a maxi taxi with yep. four other children. Yes. And I thought I could never put my little child on oh, this yeah. cab. And my goodness, you drive to 45 minutes there and back every, you know, yeah. every, every day for three years. So, uh, yeah, and then used to, the bus used to come and beep and I, he'd climb up, we'd put his car seat in and, you know, it was just like, it was, yeah, it was mm. It was a very big, big help. For, yeah. For us. Mm-hmm. And then school, we were really big on, um, you know, there there are schools around that have a deaf this facility, so have um, teachers of the deaf and obviously better acoustics and all that type of stuff in their classroom. However, that, again, would have been a drive for mm-hmm. us and a big commitment um, would have impacted on my daughter. Yes. So we just made a decision to go to our local school um, and if it worked, it worked. If it didn't, we would look at other options. Yeah. Um, we wanted the option to just walk to school. Like I yes. just have this, 
Mm. Um, you know, I was I was tired. I was yes. sick of being hard, sick of sick of appointments. So having friends um, nearby yes. is so yeah. important, and all, all, everybody else's kids gets to have that. So yeah, I absolutely, get, I get that yeah, as I well. Do too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now I've got a boy in grade six who rides his bike back every day. Wow! You don't have to be, you know, controlled by that uh, three thirty pickup anymore. So yes. yeah. It's, it's, it's a dream. And the, the people at our school are in our local community. Yes. They're the ones who play yes. sport with us. Yes. We yes. see the supermarket. Like it's, yeah, we're part of a local community and that yeah, has worked. Yeah, super important. Well and I bet you never thought you'd have a big boy riding his bike. No. Well, the bike, um, a, a lot of kids with Usher, because of the vestibular stuff, they actually never are able to yes. ride a two-wheeler. Right. And we, mm. we did a lot of work, um, you know, early on and it just was too hard yeah um he had a trike for a long time yes. and he would push off to school in his little trike with a little flag on the back yeah. and you know it's so wide it's like cars have to go around him but mm. anyway so um yeah and then it was I think it was during COVID that we um we spent we were spending more time at home and we just we did he just he just yeah he just just clicked, clicked. everything Amazing. clicked and yeah so then we had to ditch the trike and get him a two-wheeler so he has mind you he has had a fair few falls he broke three fingers falling off it last year Ouch. um and had 20 stitches or something in his leg from another from another mm. fall but um he assures me that it wasn't vision loss it was just you know it was a, a you know balance issue or yes. just kids fall off bike mum. Yeah, you yeah. Know, well, that's, it's true. Yeah. That's true. They so, don't. Yeah, yeah. Because I get all panicky, thinking, "No, you can't be riding. Your vision's deteriorating." Of course, of course no. you're on high alert. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But he loves it. So yeah. So he's um yeah he's going to go to a local um you know our local public high school next year with his sister um and she she wouldn't probably wouldn't admit it but she's really happy to have him oh. have him there she doesn't want anyone else knowing that he's there but you know <laughs> she's the older sister but she's there she she she'll be there if she and, needs yeah, yeah she can which, tell him what it's like and yep yeah yeah just walk you know 500 meters behind yeah, me fair. yep yep <laughs> <laughs> of course yeah, so, oh. so um yes. did vision loss has it become a thing yeah, so he has um, night blindness now. So he struggles uh, from dusk, really, when when the, the lights start to change outside. So he plays a bit of sport. So uh, you know, cricket training or football training or something that he's done before. Um, as soon as it starts to get dark, it, he um, you know he struggles a little bit more. So, but it just depends. Some sports grounds are really well lit. Mm, yes. um, uh, camp is. You know, is a is a bit of hard work. He needs yeah. some extra support at camp because you know between nine and three at school or nine and three thirty, yeah. the light is good. Um, and uh, yeah, it definitely has a peripheral vision loss. So we go back to the ophthalmologist, the dreaded mm, ophthalmology bad. day. It takes three hours of testing and stinging mm. eye drops. Oh, however, yeah. um, but you know, it's like well, it's just it's just rubbish because we just know that they're never going to give us good, good news. They yeah. can't can't yeah. do anything except say yes yeah. it's still you know it's still there and yes it's a little bit worse than it was last year mm -hmm. and send us on our way so it's um yeah it's it's slow but it's 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 happening like it is we are living a life of mm -hmm. uh you know deteriorating vision loss and that's mm -hmm. just the reality so you know he... lots of kids are talking now about getting um their driver's license yes. and, yeah. and yes. i think it's it'll rough. hit home again yes when our daughter turns 16 yes. next year mm -hmm. Better learners, but um, yeah, we'll yeah, we'll cross that bridge. When yeah, we, uh, yeah. Does he talk about it, or is he just like 
Um, yeah, in and out. Sometimes, yeah, he really, uh, something will really surprise him or shock him or mm. when we talk, for example, talking about, um, um, you know, getting a driver's licence, he's like, well, why wouldn't I be able to? And it's like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe we'll get an Uber account instead or maybe mm. we'll, you know, driverless car or, you know, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And, he, and he's just like, oh, yeah, like, oh, yeah, I kind of forgot about that. But um yeah. Yeah, it uh, it does hit home, and then sometimes there might be a problem with school, and there's a behaviour issue or something. Mm. And if you dig a little deeper, it's uh, you know just this enormous worry that at oh, night time, yeah. uh, you know, things hit home. So mm. yeah, yeah. So but he's got a, a good good support system through the school and um, through a psychologist as well, talking yes. about it's just really hard to grieve something that is not. Ha- hasn't happened yet as yeah, well like it's yeah. just it's just this anticipatory grief I suppose that is it happening is it happening you know what's going to happen tomorrow like it's yeah it's pretty it's pretty rubbish but um I don't know at all but I think often kids can't really imagine what I'm going to be like in five years like the whole concept of it's very immediate time. yeah yeah, yeah. Well, I can't imagine what life's going to be like in five no. years so I don't know yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that it's, um, yeah, it it it's difficult. And mm. twelve years old, like it's going to high school and just mm. finding out about yourself. Like it's, yeah. Um, yeah. Plus, well, this extra thing of you know, I've got a vision loss as well. So, mm. yeah, it's, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, with it with Asha kids, what does that look like in terms of? Is there a Facebook group? Is do people meet? How do you manage it? Yeah, so it's um, well, it's interesting. So I've just spent the morning on the phone to a teacher of the deaf who is working with a new child. Um, so they are able to um, call me or email me or contact us through the website. And I'm able to go through where the family's at. Uh, we've got a case coordinator who is funded through an ILC program right. through the NDIS, um, who's able to work with the family, see where, where they're at, what appointments they might need support with, what reports they might need, um, looking at a change of situation um, through the NDIS to see if they need to get some more supports for the vision side of things. Um, and really just link them up with other families. Do you want to, you know, some parents want to meet someone straight away, others just want to read information. So we're able, we've got um, a whole library, about 30 hours of professional development on our website. Wow. From yeah. Uh, so a teacher of the deaf or a paediatrician or ophthalmologist who has never, oh, an ophthalmologist would have heard about it, but uh, anyone who um, in that healthcare professional space who is working with a family who may not know much about it, educators, et cetera, can jump on and do little little modules awesome. and learn along the way. Yeah. Um, so for me, that means um, you know, a, a, an informed healthcare team means that there's less burden on mum and dad so mm-hmm. um, you know powerful. especially with rare diseases they're yes. just continually explaining the condition to doctor yes. doctor mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so this just means that mum can be mum and not yeah. have to be the, the case coordinator mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. constantly yeah. um we have events we have conferences when <laughs> we're not in covid yeah um we work a lot with, uh, you know, behind the scenes with genetics teams and um, NDIS working out, um, you know, getting things recognised really, a bit of advocacy behind the scenes. Mm. So, 
And yeah, are been... you part of a worldwide group or? Um, <clears throat> so there is a group um, in the States, um, the Asher Coalition. Um, that's who we first travelled to Boston to a conference to. So, we, we, you know, we're very well connected with them. Um, however, we um, are very close to a group. We helped establish Usher Kids UK right. uh, with another mum who we met along the way there who was in the same boat as us, just desperate for support and yeah. wasn't able to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's, you know, going from strength to strength there with Usher Kids UK. And then there's a group in the States called Ava's Voice who we work really closely with, which, again, are looking after particularly young kids and young mm-hmm. families. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do monthly calls um, between the three groups. Um wow parents so we get on a call and there's you know people from all over the globe there um and we just chat really we just talk about some you know some wins and some losses and you know Mm. just celebrate a few things and then just be there for people when they you know when they've got questions or whether they just want to have a whinge about you know adopted them yeah erect them yep erect them (laughs) yeah it's not i mean it's how does that feel thinking i've i've brought all these people together um yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty nice. Yeah, and I yeah, I yeah, sometimes it stops me in my tracks like, mm. oh wow, look what, look what we've created. And even like a new family um getting in contact and I'm able to say, here's some information, here's some stories, yes. here's some, you know, here's a group, here's this, yes. here's that, and I'm like this is and they might ev- not ever know that, you know, what that that what life looked like without all of that but yes. I'm like yeah so I do I sometimes just think about my my previous self and that just that she would be really proud of oh, me she would yes. yeah how so, long does yeah. it take each week to do all this um oh it it's a full it's let's be honest it's it's a full-time it's a full-time mm. job yeah I also have a job and I'm also stupidly um, have gone back to uni and I'm just going to say studying, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> masters in public health. I'm um, 15 units down, one unit to go in my wow. masters. Wow, wow, Emily, yeah. congratulations! So, yeah. Do you sleep? Yeah. No, I don't. No, no. Um, it's funny. My um, I do this Auslan training, and she's yeah. like, "What are you doing? Why? Why?" I just have a really hard trouble saying um, saying no to things. Yeah, so, yeah, but I'm heavily involved in cricket as well, which is just so ridiculous. No, because you love cricketer. it. Are you, but do you love cricket or? No, no, I don't love the game of cricket, but I love um, <laughs> it. was funny. So my husband played a lot of cricket. Right. Um, I was always you know, going to weddings and things by myself in my in our you know our twenties and thirties. Oh, really? So he, so he was wasn't going to miss hardcore. a game. No, <laughs> oh, oh no, no. You don't, no, 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 no. Not you even don't for a wedding. Training. No, 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 no. So. Um, <laughs> Why do people um, get married during cricket season? I mean, that's the question. Yeah, well, that's how rude. Silly of them. Yeah. But he plays. Is that yeah, 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 yeah. But when yeah. Um, when we found, when Lewis was about three and a half, when we found out about his Usher syndrome, um, I had a job and I just, I just, the we knew that there was going to be more. Yes. He needed, yes. he needed more from me. Um, so I, um, I quit my job then and my husband took up a second job umpiring cricket. So he right. travelled a little bit to, you know, fill the gap of, um, you know, finances. Mm. So he travelled for quite a quite a bit um, wow. umpiring cricket across the country. Um, he must and have then, been a pretty good cricketer. Um, oh, yeah, he was, well. Understands the him. rules. <laughs> <laughs> 
He'll tell you how honest he is. Um, no, I think umpiring um, just came to, he would never have gone into umpiring. No. Right. But it just, it just was an opportunity to um, do something to, in to you and earn money. money. Yeah. 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 And at and the time he was flexible with his, um, with his, you know, his full-time work. So it just, it just worked. And then, um, you know, over the years it just got, uh, you know, as we just doing better with the family um he's like you know I think that it's time to just to give it away and then I was like I think that's a really good time for me to go and join a cricket team so I went and joined our local cricket team really just as a I've done weekends on my own for so long yes yes kids so I'm gonna take Sunday afternoon off great just an amazing amazing bunch of women so you play cricket yes on a Sunday afternoon, yeah, awesome. and of course I'm on the committee, and I'm of course you uh, are. running. But you don't like cricket. Am I getting no? This all I don't wrong? really like it. it. I'm so old; it hurts my body. It's really yeah. painful. It's a stupid game. It's stand in the sun. sun. Such a good oh game. my goodness! I love but cricket so there's much. just it's just there's something about being on a field. I can't. No one can call me. No, no. they Put can. Me right not. out the back on the boundary line. Yeah, that's a great idea. Myself. I'm going to join cricket. <laughs> There's walking yeah. cricket. And walking just, cricket. There's oh, walking yeah. cricket. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Yeah, so there you go. So that's how I spend my Sunday afternoons. So and what do you do I've in winter? Grown. Do you just have to get What do I do in winter? She just goes there and stands out there. <laughs> Say to the footy <laughs> player, excuse me, i just got to be here for three hours. <laughs> no, my knees would. No. I know. I know. No, um, I go to the physio to get over all the injuries. Yes, all the <laughs> summer. I know. I'm so I'm thrilled to hear that. That's an amazing. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is. It's really nice. And my kids play cricket as well. Yeah, um, so can... playing at my club now as well. She's too good for me. She she's up different level right. for me. But, um, yeah, it's funny. She's like, I thought I was coming to your club to play with you. Um, I'm like, well, I'm obviously not as good as you. Fifteen-year-old <laughs> really girls need to hear that. Surpassed yeah, you. pump she them up said, a little bit more. Just be better, mum. Just, just be better. Be better. Oh, yeah, I agree. Really so hard. easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. me at my best. <laughs> yeah, but because I can't help myself, I do a lot of. I'm on the committee, of course, at the cricket club, and do a lot of help them with a lot of grants and yeah. um, a lot of. Um, um, gender equality stuff. Mm. You know, we're in a male-dominated really are. still. Um, so the girls' program and the women's program is still developing. So, um, oh, and then awesome. I've got my all abilities. Uh, I know yes. that I've posted this in our in our Facebook group, yes, but the us. all abilities program is again just. You know, there's so many kids there who have just never had an opportunity yes. to play sport um, and cricket. So our all abilities program um is on a friday night when there's a normal blasters regular blasters program um last year i think we had about 10 kids i think we've got about 15 this year oh congratulations oh it's just so it's so skin tingle yeah yeah it's so important last year we gave them a shirt and one of them called us to say he hasn't taken his shirt off he's never been a part of a team he's never had a Oh. Uh, and I'm like, oh, this is this is. We just have to keep going. Yes. So we've got, we've this is what sport from, is um, actually supposed to be. Yeah, yes, absolutely. this is sport, yeah. not playing at the elite level no. or wanting your kid to be on no. the top team. No, and uh, it was interesting. We had a meeting about it this week, and it's like, oh, do we? How many? You know, how many can we take, and do we cap it? I'm like, no, we're not capping it. No, we're oh, not Emily, turning anyone no. away. Have a try. So and just watch us. This will grow. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's yeah, what absolutely. you want to say. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And it's it's 
you know, for me, what the, the end goal is our kids are, have got skills for life. They've got, yeah. you know, getting a job. Um, yeah. And it's silly to think that cricket can play a part well, of in course that. Of course it can. Them, they're connected to their community. Yes. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're, you know, their mental health and well-being is good because they're yeah. part of something. They've got purpose. And it's something some as skills. silly as going to a presentation night. Getting yeah. dressed you know up once a year, yeah. something yeah. fun to yeah. go to because you might not be able to do that anywhere else. All those yeah. things oh, are yeah. so yeah. important. And then- so we've got a couple of our older kids um, who were in the program last year who we've invited back as mentors. So ah. we're giving them some um, leadership development Great. as well. So, yeah, it's a really, really nice program. So it's really We will have all the details in the <laughs> show notes where you can find it. Anybody in the M suburbs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to live in an M area in well, Melbourne. Well, this isn't no. This is Bentley. Bentley. But, uh, okay. Close to so, an M. Yeah. Terrific. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Pop choir, M, cricket, B. Tell yeah. us the name of the cricket club then. Tell us. And then yeah, Bentley. It's Bentley Cricket Club. So oh. in, in And good Melbourne. on you, Bentley Cricket Club, yes, for good embracing Emily yep. and allowing yep. her to do this most important work. I mean, it's hard yeah. enough to get a women's team. Yes, up and running so yeah, yeah you you're and in all abilities you've got to, people have to understand that those kids might not be able to come every week they might not be able mm. to be committed mm. for a season mm. there's mm. hospital visits and sickness mm. and all mm. those sorts mm. of things so it has to be uber flexible oh absolutely and there is no commitment there's no cost all the equipment supplied, uh, and, you know, and Friday nights are a rubbish time for for kids to yes you know, come come out, and you know they're tired. I'm tired on a Friday yes. night. So, yeah, it's um yeah, it's, it's super a good community time. But in summertime, it's nice. Yeah. Like we did little yeah, laughs, and you know, yeah. it's just and do you have I don't know a sausage sizzle or the bar or like, yeah, so the yeah, so there's that there's um yeah, there's definitely food and yeah. the women's actually then go and train after awesome uh, after the blasters so yeah it's it's just yeah it's just it's just a lovely community, community oh, yeah. club. really good thing so oh, and yes. even though you're awesome. doing a lot and it's taxing some women thrive on doing this yes you, I like obviously to be yeah i like to too you feel mm. a part of something mm. and that's really important. oh absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. it's worth I'm, it yeah i'm never bored that's for no, sure. no, no 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 yeah, and I do. I, I, I do say that I can't say no, but I I say yes to things that feel that are important. That's yeah, right. I think we do yeah. say no to the things yeah. that we don't. Definitely. Want to do. So yeah. I don't want women to be put down for being busy and choosing things that are important. No, nah, definitely yeah. not. And my kid, oh, my kids have got a great life. Like you know, they don't they don't need me. They're at an age now where you know they don't need me, um, so much. So yeah, I've got more time to dedicate mm. to those. Yes, yeah, things that in the cricket yeah, pitch that matter. What's your dreams for Usher Kids? Mm. Uh, yeah, that's a really great question. Our what we're working on at the moment is um, with our group in the states and the UK. Uh, they've started having some Usher camps, um, oh, and perfect. we um, I'm hoping to put, put my son and I on a plane next year to go to the states, see how they run it. Yes, and then bring it here and do an Usher. Camp. And do yeah. you get funding? So we hope that the funding will come from th- philanthropy. Yes. Really. Right. Yeah, yeah. But government funding, um, we can't justify the amount of cost for the amount of people that it mm. impacts. You know, which might, we might be talking about ten people on a camp, mm. which yeah. just is not you know justifiable to government funding when no. they 
you know, it's just not enough people to to support. So we're putting together a proposal and hope that there's a business out there who yeah. wants to. Oh, leave please. You listening, please. If you so, want yeah. to. I remember when I was uh, at church, we used to have like a small group and we'd sit around yeah. and go around a circle. And I remember this guy, Luke, I will never forget him. What? And he's like, what, you know, what would you like to be when you go? We are probably all about 16, 17. What would you like to be? And, you know, people, I'll be a missionary, I'll be a nurse. And he goes, I've put a lot of thought into this, but I think I want to be a philanthropic billionaire. (laughs) (laughs) But I always think of it because I'm like, imagine imagine just being able to say, yes, I have the funds to enable this. And every time I go to like a concert hall or a hospital and you see plaques, I think somebody is rich enough. And people are listening to this, Emily. So So that's our our dream is to camp. Our kids, I was just going to say, our kids struggle. Um, They go to deaf programs or deaf camps and, you know, they fit but they don't really, Mm. you know, there's more to the story and then they go things that are, you know, for children with vision loss and they don't really fit there because they might have still some really good vision left and Mm. it's just like, well, where do we fit? And it was my son who was like, well, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that and, you know, mum, you need to do an usher. And I'm like, okay. Okay, I will. (laughs) After I've got my master's, I'll do that. (laughs) I've got lots of contacts in the camping world so I'll put you onto them. Yeah, so I and I think that um, you know our dream really is to do it sort of in the July time, so that that we we can open it up to people to in into um, in in the states and right, yeah, 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 because well, there's summer yeah. and come in that in that big in that big break, mm. um, and then we've got a global community of families, and I you know I see kids coming here and living with us when they you know they might oh. go to uni. Yeah, something like that. So I just uh, that would be my dream is oh, to just goosebumps, yeah, Emily. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're amazing. Women, I'm sorry, but women are amazing. Totally, <laughs> they, they are. They just they, are. they just go. Oh, there's Look a need. Done. I will fill it. I know. With no yeah. experience. Yeah, and or... <laughs> you have it. I have had some pretty low low yeah. times in just that you know the poor me and the why me and yeah. how you know why is this happening? Yeah. But it's like, well. You've got a choice. You really do. You have you have a choice. It mm. just is like, well, what I can complain, but like, no one's going to listen to me. Firstly, like, it just is. No one's going to whinge, or I can just be part of the solution. And I just, you know, and that just it it kept me kept me sane. Really, it's just yeah. to I just have to I have to do this. And I I did. I I buried, uh, you know, all my emotions yeah. in. in really hard but I think that that was all I knew how, mm. how to cope was that's mm. that's just what I had to do so mm. and now we, you know we've got we're reaping the rewards and our new families are just you know step into this community and you know we're welcomed with a big warm pub choir hug oh yes <laughs> what a way to bookend the episode <laughs> sometimes bearing into what you said into not accepting things or facing it so that you mm. can get on with it is mm. the truth of parenting yeah. yep yeah yeah it really is yeah. and you know we say this all the time but you know future emily will have this yeah future kate will have it right yeah. and i i trust her mm. you know so we yeah. just have to let ourselves do it at some point and not today yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. and i do say that a lot uh, you know no that's next week, Emily's problem. Yes. I have that capacity. My brain. Yes, no. yes. of course. Don't tell me 
Oh. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm yeah a, I love can't. future Kate. I mean, she's never let yeah. me down. No. Never. Yeah. She's yeah. Germany. She's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she makes some mistakes. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, I mean, it just, it's just never changing, right? It's just, yeah. It's just, yeah, it's, mm. yeah, it's good. Is there anything we've missed that you want to tell the P community? Mm. Oh, look, I've got so, <laughs> so many things that I, I, know. I just, just just be kind to each other yes. really is what it comes down to for me it's just that you just really don't know and I know it's a cliche but you just don't know no. what's going on no. with someone no. that's you know just be kind and give them a hug and just be generous with your yep. give when you can give and then you're able to just um yeah you'll have a tribe around you when yes. you, when you will. and I'm thinking of our listeners Dean and Kelly who are blind yes. I know that they'll get in contact with us or you I'm yeah, sure yeah. they will yeah, they're yeah, beautiful yeah. members of our oh, community the best yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so and there's probably many more yes they're just yeah. the ones that we're friends yeah. with but I just want to encourage you tell you I'm we're proud of oh, you so proud what a you're woman. an awesome human right? just, thank you for oh, coming and accosting me at doing Pub stuff Choir. is my dad <laughs> <laughs> And to go, see what Pub Oh no, it brought us together. Yeah. Yeah, So, but I just think, what a woman, Mm. and um, what you've done for your community is extraordinary. It is. And so, take that to your heart today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know that we think you're an amazing woman. We do. Yeah. Thank you you for giving us your time. Yeah. Yeah, and you go. Anytime. Keep going. Yeah, okay. keep going. One foot after another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, thank you. Let us know when you get your master's. We'll get uh, Yasmin will. to give yes. you a little award. Yes, <laughs> Yasmin will make you an award. Yasmin yes. will make you an award. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Emily. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Oh, Mandy, I love that. Oh, Emily, I'm so glad you came up and grabbed me. Yes. In and- Pub Choir. Oh, oh just, she was on our list, but then the yeah. list just got so big. So it was my apologies to her that I missed her because yeah. she did contact us early and occasionally on. Occasionally, yeah. there's like you know we'll have something that we sort of have to slot yeah, in. Yeah, that's or right. Like yeah, so terrific. And, I'm so yeah, glad yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. interviewed her. And you heard about Usha, Usha yes. kids. I mean, how? What a woman. Oh, I I still am just in shock yeah, that so she did all that. So am I. Like, I just think I we're think, awesome. You know, okay, we wrote a book, so there's paperwork involved in that. But what we do, Annalise does the show notes, yes. even though we can do them. Yeah. But we're not constantly updating no. people about things no. and people who do involved in research. I or know. I take yeah. my hat off Me to you. Too. You know, it's it's the beautiful tapestry of P world. Yes, it is. It? Yes. Yeah. So, so what made you cry this week? So what made me cry was, <laughs> and I know it sounds silly. Um, I have started making gingerbread dough, so I have to make it. A few lots mm-hmm. I have to put in the freezer and yes. then I put it. It has to go in the fridge for an hour. Thank you. It is my signature gift. Gift, <laughs> signature dish. And also gift probably. I really hope year. I get one. Yeah, you will get one. Oh, thanks. Um, and so I was making gingerbread and I'd had a bit of a tricky day I and I didn't realise how tricky it had been until I broke the egg into the gingerbread dough and the eggshell broke and I just stood there and cried and looking at the eggshell and the, you can get it out so two easily. Two eggs in the episode. In the, two eggs in and the I was recipe. like, look yep. at the shell. Oh. Oh, okay. And I knew I was being ridiculous, but oh, yeah. I cried anyway. It doesn't matter. I was like, nah, okay. It was the egg that Something broke the camel's back. <laughs> so that is my ridiculous cry yes. for the week, but I know everyone gets it. Yes. What about you? Mine was listening and editing over all the oh. Special Olympics episodes getting everyone's feedback incredible. people, sending me people all have messages. loved it they, it's the instagram's gone off how can oh. it not it's 
it's it's everything. We love it. So. And I just cried and laughed the whole time. And just and yeah. you can hear it. That's what's so yeah, good because it's you? actually real. Like I mean, yeah. not that we're not real, oh, it was but in real time. It's in real time. Yeah. So often we're talking to someone a year after they've yeah. won something. Or, yeah, it was really. Oh, and I just was also relieved that it worked. I know. I was like, wow, we've got a roving report. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's <laughs> a whole new very, thing. Like, Posh and proper. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm. So, um, yeah, I just was teary listening. Uh, Luca yeah. and his acknowledgement of country. And oh, then beautiful. The, the man who did the um, athlete pledge. I just, oh. every time I hear it, I think, oh. Oh, no, it's a magic time. It's actually, they're remarkable, so, remarkable yeah. episodes. And so. people saying to me, you know, we the world underestimates people with intellectual disabilities. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, yes, you listen. Yeah, Listen we, to I, articulation. The number just is. Incredible. Uh, the, you know the number to yeah. have an intellectual disability. I, I hate well, the it. The number I hate only really matters in, in the boxes of school. school. Yeah, I know. But so, I think then yeah. we have this perceived um, ableism. Yes, and it's just everywhere. Ridiculous. It's incredible. So yeah, thank yeah, you to yeah. everyone who messaged me and cheered cheered us on for those yeah, episodes. It really. Loved it. I just cried at people's messages. I oh just, yeah, beautiful. It's been, thank it's been you. Outstanding. Yeah. Okay. So my make a difference this week is that I have. Uh, six beautiful crab apples out the front of my house. Yes. Some people know my house. You'll know my crab apples. When we built the house, which was 14, 15 years ago, my best, best friend in the whole world, Rachel, said, you should plant crab apples. Mm. And she's always wanted them. So every time she comes over, she's like, that should be mine. <laughs> <laughs> so we had no garden. It was just this empty block with six little beautiful, crab apples. Worth it. And they have really grown and oh. blossomed, as you would say. Anyway, they um, have been stunning this year and I probably won't be living in the house next November. They always come out around Cup Day just yes. a little bit before and the bees buzz and, oh. oh they're, they're beautiful. They are so beautiful. And, you know, Blossom, it's two or three weeks and it's over. Yeah, But I've really soaked them up every day. I've sat and looked at them every day, Yeah, walked around them and decided that, you know, I really, really love them and I'm just so grateful to have had them for all those years. Mm. So they are my make a difference. Mm. What mm. about you? Beautiful. Um, well, I've been listening to the Brady Bros. <laughs> so I just <laughs> The Brady Bros. That's what it's called. I don't know if it's The Brady Bros or Brady Bros. Yeah, so yeah. it is Greg and um, what's the other one? Bobby? Not Bobby, the middle one. Peter. Peter. Yep. Greg and Peter, whatever their real names are. No idea. Someone put me onto it and I listened How to it. How long has it been going? Oh, a while. Okay, so, so it's I, I've listened to some of their first ones because I thought I'll go back from the start. Yeah. But I have to say. They got better? They got better. Okay. Ish. But <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm very shocked to hear you listening to two men. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah. I did love the Brady Bunch. And yes. yesterday I was driving along listening. I was thinking, damn it, we need Marsha and Jan. Yeah. That would have been a better podcast. But anyway, they just break down episodes. Are they funny? They're funny. Okay. Yeah. And they just talk about, I don't know. I've been listening to the Grand Canyon episode. So they talk about I how they went. So I know, much. and how they went out of the studios. Yes. And how they, you know, and then all the funny little stories they've got. And they yeah. talk about when dad came out to the car and when mom came out and they address <laughs> them as that. And then they'll occasionally say Mike. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, it's not anything brilliant. It's no, just no, a little bit your, of funny. Make a difference. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's hilarious. Yep. And I also. I can't remember their names, but I'm following. Oh, the Bates conjoined twins. Right. Now, they are in Scotland, I think, and their little girls have just been separated. Right. And so I'm following her on Instagram, 
And um, what a beautiful mum. And she always talks about the wee little girls. And oh, oh she's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And so they, yeah, they're in hospital still. And I've just, I just think follow them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and give her some love because that's a journey oh, of P yeah. twin parenting that, that we, we do not no, know. We don't, no. And I think there's lots of those stories on Instagram if you mm. want to find to them. Get her on. Those little beautiful identical girls de- oh. now in their pram separately, yeah. but together. Yeah. Oh, it's really precious. Yeah. Um, and my laugh for the week is, I was telling Mandy before, I am trying to work out what I do with my life. You know, I'm 50, you'd think I'd know by now. Um, it's a big transition time. Yes, lots of transitions in my yeah. life. And, you know, I stopped working full time. Yeah. I'm getting divorced, blah, blah. Everyone knows this. But <clears throat> I'm trying to work out how can I have a job that I can get the boys to TAFE on Wednesday, I can still do the school support. You know, everyone who is listening knows what mm. I'm saying. There is no job. Mm. That's the truth. Mm. Um and I want to keep podcasting because I love it. So I want a little part-time job that earns mm. a lot of money. Yes, of <laughs> anyway, course. You know, I want the golden nugget, of the golden course. ticket. Anyway, so I was talking to Buzz and Woody and I was like, you know, I've just got to think about what I do and whatever. And then Buzz just looks at me and he's like. Hang on, you j- did some rapping. I, oh, I did. Yeah. Sorry. The other side of this story is that I, for those of you who don't know, I love rapping. <laughs> I love it. Not, you know. As oh, in, <laughs> I'm Kate, no, yeah, I have no. a podcast. <laughs> I'm no good at that, but I love DJ Kate. <laughs> Let's make that very clear. W R. <laughs> We've got to make a meme. I do oh love the hilltop hoods, and yep. I love a bit of hip hop. Okay, but, but wrapping, wrapping presents. Yes, so I have so many rolls of wrapping paper and ribbons, and I just—it's like therapy. Yeah, and I wish that I could have a wrapping paper van, but yes. there's no way people are going to pay. You don't I, know. Oh, it cost a lot yeah, though, okay. and my time. I'd pay because I'm sh- I'm shy yeah, at but it. You maybe for one person, but yeah, you maybe. wouldn't give me a whole Christmas thing. You'd be no. like, no, nah, they're going in a sack. You don't know. I don't know. There are rich people. That's yes. what Jenny said. She goes, yes. you're underestimating the fact that there are rich people. That's in the right. World. She goes, do you think Gina Reinhart wraps her own presents? <laughs> <laughs> Hit Probably me up, Gina. Not. Let me know. <laughs> anyway, so. I'd been wrapping and I'd been making gingerbread. So Christmas was on everybody's mind in the house. And Buzz said to me at the bus stop, I've thought of a job for you. And I said, really? And he was like deadpan. So I was like, okay, he's got something. He goes, yeah, you love Christmas, you love wrapping and you love gingerbread. I think you should be Santa. (laughs) I mean, okay, is that on seek or how do I do this? I feel like quite flexible. I mean, honestly, it's a job for you. It is. It, and really, yeah, I only have to be on, on proper site for 24 hours. <laughs> as long as I can get someone else to look after the boys for that day. I know, that's I right. Think, and it looks like there's time travel. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, that's, that's that, the best. I've just laughed about it a lot. I know. And I was like, yeah, I, could, I love giving I presents know, too. I do, I know. I love choosing presents it's really for people. really important. So, yes. Santa. I'd... The gift of gifts, the spiritual gift, the gift of, of gifts. gifts. Yeah. yeah. So... Anyway, oh. there you go. So if anyone else has got a job that's like that, let me know. <laughs> well, I can see you doing it, but anyway, it's, yeah. yeah. Santa? No. <laughs> well, you could be in your caravan wrapping the presents with a red hat on. I could. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Let's get the logo. You know, I like to start with a yeah, logo. Yeah, she does like a logo. <laughs> Kelly, 
Be careful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, my laugh is Molly went on school camp like two days after we got back from Tassie, which Far was terrible out. timing. Yes, but yes. what can you do? Because it's school camp. Yep. And um, so I knew she was a little on edge, but mm. she got there and we picked her up and she <laughs> she had a lot to debrief. Mm, um, mm. And then I said, you know, she was talking about food, of course, because we always talk about it. And she mm-hmm. said it, the dining room where we had to eat, it just was gross and it smelt like men's feet. <laughs> I can smell it. You can smell it. I what would have been kids at the end yes. of the day. Some of them had changed their shoes. And probably a or monkey socks. campsite. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? I like, can smell I can, it. I know. It oh. made me laugh for ages because I thought she just oh, nailed that. Oh, and you know, sometimes you walk into a school and you're like, okay, okay. Oh, that I was know inside that time table today. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh. Anyway, so funny. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for listening, Thank you. you We've got a few more episodes yeah. to the end of the year. We're going to be finishing up sort of early December. Yep. Mid December. There might be a couple of best ofs coming yes. out over summer yes. if we get organised. Yeah. Um, but we're just giving you warning. We're, we're taking our usual couple yeah, of months yeah, yeah. off. We okay. Need, we need yeah most of December, all of yeah. January. Yep. Yep. So. And you need a break from us. Yeah, that's right. You, you sure do. Yeah, you want, we want you to miss us. <laughs> <laughs> With a vengeance. Anyway, thank All you. Right, see, see you. Bye. Bye.